Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 54, where today Gaynor and I will be chatting about what we do when we get stuck with our work and how we move on. Morning, Karen. Good morning. <laughs> how are you doing? Doing great. So yeah. feeling, feeling really refreshed, had a bit of a break last week. Yeah, you went into Fancy Pants Bath and did... Um, theatre. Hotel, theatre, theatre times, darling, meal. didn't you? Yes, I did, yeah. yeah. Really Actually, nice. Theatre Royal in Bath is gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, and I hadn't appreciated quite how small it is. You know, yeah, when you actually idea. sort of sit there and you look up, it's sort of really quite an intimate place. It's yeah, really it's lovely. Re- it's a beautiful building. If if anybody's visiting Bath, even just go in and have a look because it's so pretty, isn't it? Mm. It's a lovely theatre. Anyway, I we, digress. We do indeed. Indeed. I'm glad you are refreshed because it's been a manic few months, so that's good. So back to work. I know. And I think it was um, last episode that we were talking about starting work, how we started and inspiration. Yeah. yeah. But then there's the sure. obvious bit when you're actually working <laughs> and it's it happens to me all the time. You know, you yeah. get to a point where you sort of think, oh, no. I don't know which way I want to move this on or yes. I don't know how to move this on or I don't know if I want to move it on. <laughs> shall I burn it is the bonfire big enough yeah do I just gesso over the top and you know start again (laughs) and I'm sure lots of us have got sort of canvases sat sat in the studio not Mm. knowing what to do with them um or indeed you might be at that point now um where you're sort of painting and thinking oh what do I do what do I do so Mm. There are different ways, aren't there? There are many different ways. Um, And I think most of them to do with where you are in your head as well. Because sometimes it's easy, you know, to step away and to just leave it, have a cup of tea and come back. That's kind of a, you know, always do that. Don't make any rash decisions. Always Put it, put it to one side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, you know, give yourself a bit of space because sometimes you can't see what you're looking at because you're so involved. Um, so that's step number one, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Always, take, you know, always recommend take that a break. and then take a break. Yeah. Mm. It might be that you need to take a longer break than just, walk, you know, having a cup of tea. It might be mm. Need to go for a walk or do something that's nothing, not related to your painting or create creativity at all, mm. just to get a clear mind. And um, yeah, you know. I mean, this is the obvious time for me when I take the dog for a walk. You know, it's like right, okay, I need to switch off completely, and I might not even get changed. I might be covered in painting gear, 
with pet and people just look at me and say, like, oh, she's like... It's that weird woman. <laughs> it's that woman again. Look at her, weirdo. <laughs> what has she got on? Yeah. yeah. But you just sometimes need to clear your head. Yeah, and... Excuse me a moment. <laughs> Sorry, Karen's got um, a cough this morning. She, every time we, we go to um, record the podcast, Karen gets sexy voice syndrome, don't you? <laughs> It's almost as if I don't talk ever to anybody else and then I talk to you and I sort of, my throat starts to go. Anyway, it's back a bit. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, when you take mm. a break, sometimes you come up with other ideas. It stimulates ideas, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. One of the, the things that I've been trying to do is simplify. So if I get stuck at the moment... And I do step away, um, step back for a bit, and then come and look with fresh eyes. I'm trying to simplify. That's where I am at the moment. What works? And it's that old, um, is it Stephen King phrase, kill your darlings? No, I don't um, know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Stephen King that, that said that um, originally, is that don't get stuck because there's one bit you like. Yeah, I suppose that's all tied up with, um, if you're stuck, you can review your work, mm. you know, evaluate mm. it. And that's what yeah. you're talking about there, isn't it? You're looking at yeah. your work and evaluating it's it. Stepping back, looking at the bits, have you got the balance right? Do the colours work for you? Are they doing what you want them to do? Do they clash, which you may want, or do they kind of harmonise beautifully? Or is it all a bit muddy? You know, it's that kind of really do evaluate, but look at, look deeper, the shapes, the contrasts and all that, the kind of, um, I'm trying to think of the phrase, you know, that kind of intellectual thing that you can just kind of do a list of, is this working? Is that working? Mm -hmm. So you take the emotion out of it. Yeah. I mean, that's with work in progress, isn't it? You're doing that evaluation oh, yeah. for work in progress but I suppose you could also if you're stuck you could actually um, review work that's just been sitting in the studio doing nothing mm. Mm. and it might be that you can on some of those you can identify areas you can improve or something like that but you might actually identify areas that you want to explore as well which could mm. help you become unstuck in terms of actually getting work done Absolutely. I mean, there's um, there's a certain thing as well where you... Sometimes you just need to do something completely different. Mm. So sometimes I will do that whole thing of, I don't know what's wrong with that. I don't know. It's not working for me. I'm really... I can't even think what to do. I don't want to paint anything else. I'm just really muddled in my head. Oh, so just leave it at that point. Yeah. 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 So there might just be a time when you just think, right, I, I just can't go any further with you at the moment. I'm going to put you on my drying rack and leave you alone and forget about you until I reintroduce myself in a month or so time. So do you start a new painting at that point or do you do more experimental work, you know, playing with techniques and materials, just play? I mean... A bit of both. I may well then get out a small board, kind of 30 by 30 centimetres or something similar, yeah. and work on that, but effectively playing. 
just, it doesn't need to go anywhere. I just want to see what the colours do on a board. You know, it's kind of, I'll just do something completely different. Completely you, different. Do you change up, stage. you actually change up the colours and things? Yeah. 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 I have to, because otherwise I'd just go back to what I was doing and kind of muscle memory almost. It's like, yeah. I was playing with this and trying to resolve this and let's do that bit more. But actually, so I need to kind of, Completely wipe the tape clean and do something completely different. What yeah. about you? I mean, I tend to revert to sketchbooks. Yeah, nice. And I, yeah. um, it might be that I'm sort of playing with collage in a sketchbook and then taking compositions from that and moving things on. Or it might be I'm um, trying out new materials and sort of seeing different combinations work. Mm. Um, it might be I'll be going through a whole process and this is, you know, I do this quite a lot, is I take a starting point and it might be, I don't know, something like, it might be something from nature. I mean, mm. it might be leaf shape, it might be flowers, I don't know. And yeah. I then start using that as a prompt to it try something else. I might try it, you know, I might start with pen and ink, I might then do an element of it in wax resist and watercolour. Oh, um, sounds fun. I might then take a an element of that and I just move it on sort of just that whole sort of what ifs you know yeah and I have like a, that it's supposed like a guided play yeah so you kind of know the processes you're going to go through yeah but not necessarily where it's going to take you no exactly yeah so I'll I'll think right I'll start with a pen and ink drawing or a biro or just a line mm. drawing basically yeah and then as a result of that, I'll look at that and then think, mm. right, what does that want me... What do I want to do on the basis of that? Yes. So it could be anything. I, I quite like that reaction, yeah. kind of call to action, if you like. So one thing I will do um, in a sketchbook... There's, well, there's two things, actually. One, I often revert to charcoal drawings, so I'll sit down and do something either in really heavy... Um, graphite mm -hmm. or charcoal so it's just black and white takes all the color out and I'll do quite a detailed sketch of something uh, so that's something yeah. that takes me out of everything altogether it's just black and white and that's lovely but the other thing I'll do is that thing where you do you know you used to do it as a kid where you take a pencil and you do circle and you circle sorry you can't see me everybody but I'm yeah, doing, you're doing the Karen. actions basically you take you just do a movement across your page. Like a squiggle. So the, yeah, like a squiggle. So you've got kind of squares, circles, everything inside the squiggle where the lines cross and they make different shapes. And then I'll just colour the shape and see where that takes me. So that's quite a nice little thing to take that's you out to yourself of, as well. It's a bit sort of um, bit of mindfulness, that, isn't it? Yeah, but it, it switches your brain off from overthinking, yeah, which is basically why you're stuck because you've overthink thought things, yeah, or often, you know, you've got to a point where you kind of you need to clear your brain again. So that's quite a nice exercise that I will do, just as a, a kind of a mon you know Monday morning thing or one of those when I don't quite know what I want to tackle next. And the, and the other way you can do that, and not just colour, you can do it with marks. You can yes. fill the gap, fill the spaces with different marks. Oh, that's a nice idea. Because I haven't done that. No, give it a go. I shall. I was just yes. thinking when you were talking about graphite and charcoal, yeah. have you tried that um, soluble graphite stick by Art Graph? No. 
Ooh. What's it called? Um, well, it's uh, it's by Artgraph. I'll just grab it and then um, I'll try and grab it and sort of find out which brand it is. But it's Artgraph. I'll put it in the links. Yeah. I'm going to actually look it up as you talk to me. Yeah, no, I've, I've managed to look around the studio briefly and I've just found <laughs> it behind me. Right, here we go. Oh, oh that looks lovely. Um, Isn't it lovely when you discover new products and things in an art? It's, it's like... I'm going to hold it up because I've not got okay. my glasses on so I can't okay. actually read the... <laughs> so hold it just I can't even I've got read my the brand on. of it. Can you read that there? It's like a v, I think it's v a v i r v i a r c o. I think. Anyway, well, I'll put my glasses on later. Tell you the link, and we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. But it's wonderful. I've bought. I've just ordered a couple more. Wow. My, you know, to sort of put in, you know, so people can use them in workshops. Oh. But That's you just, so nice. You draw so with yummy. it, and then you can have like a damp oh. brush, and it's just. Delicious. Sorry, you can Actually, just... I'm just looking at Art Graph and they do um, a graphite tin as well. Oh, they do tailor chalk sort of inks as well. Oh, Art Graph wow. do. Sort of tailor, oh. I say tailor yes, I can chalk see shapes, them. yeah. But the... now, now you've lost me. Yeah. The, whole, the whole podcast has now gone downhill because I'm now looking at things that step away step away leave to, it for later turn it off quickly <laughs> but that is oh, so you know, exciting try it and this is it when you're trying new materials it might mm. be that something you tried or an effect you've achieved is something that will then sort of feed back into your work absolutely the, whether it's on the piece that you're stuck with or whether yeah. it's not i mean one yeah. of the a practical thing i tend to do if i'm stuck with work mm. particularly tone is I take a photograph and then change it to black and white yes yes and I think that's fairly you know people do that a lot but you can then see yeah, where but it's easy to forget to do it though it is isn't it yeah 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 so I have a you have your checklist of things to go through and then you think photo change it to black and white is it all right yeah. you know and the yeah. other thing I do is I um because when I paint I try to sort of it's very easy to muddle colour with tone, isn't it? Yes. So I often have my colours that I'm thinking of using, the palette I'm using, and I will take mm. a photograph of that and then change that to black and white. Oh, that's a nice idea. And then I I remember which is the light ones, which are the dark ones, which are the mid-tones. Yeah. Um, and often, when it, if, if I'm looking at a painting, for me it's tonal value, and mm. I'll look and I've used... Although they're different colours, tonally they are similar and it's just not it's working. too much in the same place. Yeah, so mm. that's a good thing to do. And the other thing I do is I paint, if I'm not sure about changing colour on a particular bit, mm. I'll paint a bit of um, paper or plastic or something and I'll lay it, it over the work, mm. take a photograph and just think, does that work? Or I move a piece of paper, you know, different coloured paper around thinking, what if I moved... What if I made that area, you know, bigger, mm. that colour bigger mm. there? What if I um, sort of lost half of it, you know? Yes. To a different, and, and actually use pieces of paper rather than actually painting it on and thinking, oh, that, that was oh, a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I actually... Because that's the other thing, is it's so easy to make a rash decision because you're stuck and then you can't unpick it. 
No, that's the journey of the painting now, isn't it? Often. It really is. It really <laughs> is. But that's a really good idea. So the pencil, I've seen a few people use, you know, those um, acetate pieces yeah. of paper. I, yeah. use, I use acetate yeah. as well. And just yeah. put, because the acrylic or whatever paint will sit really well on it. Yeah. And it'll be a true colour to sit on top of your painting. I did that on one of my, you might have seen it in one of my newsletters. I did it as a little video clip. Oh! Yeah, I sort of said, you know, this is what you can do. You can paint, you know, yeah. masking tape on the acetate or yeah. plastic or you know, even yeah. if it's something like, you know, something clear anyway, mm. and then you can actually paint on top. And just see oh, whether brilliant. it works. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, that's they're a really great. good idea. Yeah. Um, um, so as far as I know that starting, we, we talked about that in episode 53, kind of where our starting points are. But when you then come back to a piece that you've given, you've had your cup of tea, mm-hmm. you've walked the dog, yeah. you've cooked dinner, you've deadheaded the roses, whatever it is you <laughs> needed to do to kind of clear your head <laughs> and you go back in. Or studio avoidance. <laughs> Absolutely. It's procrastination. I yeah. basically could list all... I, I should do a newsletter on how to procrastinate, to be honest. Because <laughs> I am be, that would queen be of that. <laughs> That's a podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do when you don't want to do? <laughs> um, and that's... What do you then do? How do you go back in and get into the mood to paint when actually your head's been... Or do you kind of go, oh... I'm inspired. Let me do this now. Ooh, and everything's um, perfect in Karen world again. Sometimes or do you just kind I, of force yourself in. It depends. Sometimes, mm. if the studio is absolute chaos, mm. I feel the need to actually tidy up. Almost start yeah. with a clean studio, clean slate studio. Almost, mm. you know. Mm. Um, and if. If things are, re- if I'm having, I mean, I don't, I haven't had a period where I've been really sort of stuck for days and days on end, you know, mm, not mm. feeling I can go in the studio. But sometimes mm. just changing your workspace around, it yeah. might be that you're, I don't know, t- not tired of your workspace, but you just need a fresh, fresh aspect. It might be you yeah. turn your table around. It might be, you know, you um, go and work on your living room table for a bit. You know, mm. it might be just the space is just feeling wrong as well, just to mm. sort of hold you back. But in terms of going back, once everything's right, going back into sort of doing a studio, I will have another piece on the go at the same time, even yeah. if I've got to start a new piece. Mm. And then I will move, so I'll be working on it. And while that dries, I'll put the one that's been a problem. Yes. And then you know, after having reviewed it and thinking, right, okay, what am I going to do? I will paint and then I'll put it down. I Mm. won't try to do too much in one go on it. I'll just take it steady. Mm. Steady as you go, you know, Mm. just sort of seeing because sometimes all you need to do is a very small mark. Sometimes it's just an area of light. It's sometimes, you know, you've moved something across or, you know, got rid of Mm. your favourite bit because that's the mm. bit that you liked and, you know... the you know, It was stopping you from moving on. Yeah, or it stopped mm. the painting from working, you know. Yeah. And um, so that that's what I do. What about you? Very similar, actually, because <clears throat> that year I work on several pieces at once. Even if they're large, um, I'll also have smaller pieces as well. So sometimes I'll change scale completely. Yeah. 
and or move to paper. Oh, that's that's good. Yes, because I because I was say, you were saying when you're sort of you know moving putting your painting to one side mm. that you then maybe try a smaller board. And I was saying I work in sketchbooks, but to actually when you come back in, mm. start with a different sub you know surface. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good and idea. And sometimes yeah. actually starting on something completely different yeah. frees you up. You start the painting, you like the colours, you know, you, it's working quite well for the first couple of layers and then you leave them to dry. That's when I will then turn to the one that has been puzzling me, shall yeah. we say, and think, right, what do you need off this palette? If at all. What can I give you? Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, like you say, it isn't. And I am a great fan of the sander, as you know. <laughs> See, I don't sand my work like you. I know you don't, but sometimes, because I do work in heavy layers, whereas you work in right, fine right. layers, don't yeah. you? Um, so sometimes I'll think, right, do you know what? I know that there's some gems underneath there. So I'm just going to sand away a little bit and see what I can find to build on. How do you actually restrict... Um, where you actually sand? I mean, is it a bit hit and miss? Or can you mask off areas that you don't want to sand? Well, you kind of can. But also there's an element of... Um, you kind of know how you've built the layers. You know, it's that muscle memory. You know where you've put something. But also, if something is too heavy... I'll sand it back to see if right. the if it lightens it. Yeah. And, you know, just... And, and sometimes it is hit and miss. Sometimes it's like, oh, no, that wasn't where I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but in terms of um, taking off more... if you're Are you sanding a particular place or just generally? Usually I'll sand a particular place. Yeah. If something is too heavy. Yeah. It, you know, when you come back with fresh eyes and you think, oh, you're a bit... Yeah, you're unbalancing this. I'll sand it back and I can always build it back up again. Mm -hmm. And other times I think, do you know what? The whole thing looks a bit mucky. I want to clear the decks. And I will just sand back over a few pieces, over kind of in a, in a few sweeps. Because my sander is only light. It's only a mouse. It's like handheld. Yeah, It's an electric sander, but it's not heavy duty. It's, it only takes very fine dusting, if you like. Yeah. And so you can just kind of build. And as you start to unpick, you can see something else emerging. I'm like, right, okay, let's let's have a look what else is there. And it is, it's like moving sand and finding pebbles, if you like. Right, so you're just sort of taking the surface off Yeah, just, gently. just taking a little bit of the surface. Yeah, I don't go kind of heavy-handed, let's, let's go right back to the beginning. Unless the painting was awful and I needed to take the whole thing <laughs> and just give myself a layer. Right, right back to bed. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning of everything. Um, so that's that's another way I will restart. And I'll just wipe it down with a damp cloth. Just make sure it's all clear and think, right, okay, let's just do one thing. That's and I quite often will do, like you say, just one, either a splash of paint, a line, take a different product, like... Um, those stubby pens, pencils. Yeah. And just do something, um, something to react against, if you like. Mm. And just see, does that 
help. Yeah, you and c- then leave it. You could also add different media, couldn't you? You could you could add collage. You could, except I'm rubbish at collage, Karen. Yeah, I haven't discussed. I need to come on your collage workshop because actually, <laughs> I, I, my collage is like it's like stick and paste. Well, that's what collage is. <laughs> yeah, I know, but there's no finesse to what I do with collage. I need to kind of. Right, let's make this lovely. And it does, you know, basically. Well, I was just I'm thinking. Just I was just in thinking color. in terms of collage, tell me in terms how. of mixed media. Well, I was just thinking in terms of mixed media because I've been experimenting with collage and paint, just sort mm. of seeing how I could bring mm. them through. And I've been, I've been actually starting with collage and then adding paint. Mm. Um, I find myself sort of laying the collage as if I, as if it was paint. Though that's the thing. I don't know if I'm. Well, that's what I do, and I don't know yeah. if I'm doing it right. I have used collage in the past to start a painting. Yeah. Where it's been underneath, and I've left a tiny bit to glimpse through. Yeah, I'm just wondering whether whether but you I don't could know use. If I've I mean, used I've not it. done it. I'm just wondering whether you could use collage. You can. I mean, with acrylic, you'd use a gloss medium to really squidge it down, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, with oil and cold wax I can use the cold wax to really and again use the squidgy to really get the air bubbles out like you say and really push it down and make it firm yeah so so that that is a possibility and that might be something that happens this afternoon (laughs) who knows who knows (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh. I just I just thinking right so you got you're yeah. stuck with your paintings right yeah so oh no you've, we've resolved all that yeah but what if you're you are finding that you're avoiding the studio what if you're feeling really stale paint you know as an artist oh um and I have had that as you well know as my accountability buddy yeah I have had times where I've thought I will literally go and dig in the garden rather than go into the studio because I don't know where to take myself. Yeah. Even though I love it. I was wondering whether, um, if you got involved with something like a collaboration, Mm. something totally out of your studio, something totally different to what you normally do, but still creative. Yeah, because, you know, one of the things I've noticed, because we mentioned Sue Bulmer on on a regular basis here, Mm-hmm. Um, because I think she's very good at um, picking up and inspiring people to do to try stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that she's done recently is, like you say, a collaboration with Sam Waters, I think it is, um, another artist, and they basically are sending a sketchbook, doing some work in it, and then returning the sketchbook and the other artist to then do something else on it. Because didn't we, ages ago, yeah. didn't we think about maybe getting three different canvases or boards? Yes, yes. And passing them between us as... Me, a you and can- Gina. Yeah, as an as accountability. accountability. We've got to do that, haven't we? We have. And I, but I was also thinking, really idea. if you teamed up with different types of artists, that would might be interesting as well. If you like, you someone that did ceramics or... Mm. Someone that does printing, or you know, somebody that's not doing paint, because it might a completely make, different medium. Yeah, it might make you a bit like, I suppose, opening your eyes to different possibilities. Yeah, you know, still being creative, but it might it might influence how you work. Yeah, that's a really nice idea, actually. And it also might because I mean, years ago when I got stuck with painting, 
Mm. I probably didn't paint for about six months and I mm. I did some collagraph printing. Wow. And I, I mean, I'm not an expert or anything, but I really enjoyed it. I didn't, mm. I think I went on one, I went on a, a course, just mm. a, just a, it was a one-to-one with a, um, another artist. Yep. And I just did a few collagraphs and that really helped me with, incorporating different different marks in my work mm. and I think I sort of almost worked it out my system you know this system of you know I wasn't achieving what I wanted with acrylic paint at the time but I mm. didn't know what to do to actually get there get there to to mm. improve how I used acrylic paint I didn't yeah. want to go on an acrylic workshop because I was so you know disenamored with it all you know I just mm. didn't want to do it yeah. Um, in terms of, I didn't feel like I could paint. Yeah. And I did this printing course. It's really nice. It took you out completely out of yeah. that mindset. You're not trying to resolve anything. You're just doing something completely different that you can, again, just throw yourself into and enjoy for the love of it. Yeah. And then really you nice. see, oh, oh, it just shows though that if you do something, and you're meant to sort of still paint, like I was, I feel as if mm. I was meant. To, Absolutely. I was so desperate to paint after yeah. after a while. I would have been. I was raring to go. Yeah. And the work cha- did change. The work did change. And it's sort of not so that people wouldn't know it was my work, but the process changed. and That's interesting. A lot more texture, variety in texture. Different. Oh, right, from the colograph because yeah. that's quite a textured print. Yeah, but also... So I, I will put a link... Again, in the show notes, because colograph printing is quite a specialised. Yeah, I mean, for me, it? it was it was making sure I um, I observed the landscape more in terms of where are the lines, what are the textures, yeah. how could I get that in a colograph, a print, and then it made you think about, oh, that's the texture I want to achieve, right? Okay, how can I do it? It doesn't have to be acrylic paint; it could be print within my work. Yeah, absolutely, and I think. A couple of years ago, there was a lot of print and mark making in my work um, when we were doing mm. the exhibition down at 44 AD, the Take Two one. Yes, there was lots. very much. So. Yeah, you did incorporate a lot of that in, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and that was really good fun. Yeah. I'll have to do that again. It was really, yeah. yeah it, you just, sometimes you sort of get caught up with what you're doing and you forget what you actually really enjoyed, you know. Mm. Mm. So I know when I kind of got... I didn't get stuck as such. I felt that all my work was very stiff, stayed. I'd kind of got myself into a, um, it was quite a while ago, as you'll know. Um, I wasn't inspired by anything in particular to paint. Mm -hmm. And that's when I did CVP, which is Creative Visionary Programme. Yeah. um, Led by Nicholas Wilton. And the reason I enjoyed that so much is I love painting in oils and it was completely acrylics. It's where I learned really to use acrylics properly Um, because each week he talked about different things, different composition structures and a lot of it was kind of, yeah, okay, I, I know this, but it's interesting to do it in a different way. And then there was different really pushed your boundaries in mark making and different techniques and like you doing the colograph course 
in doing that, that pushed my boundary. That pushed me into thinking, oh, I wonder, I love acrylics and I, I tended to use them, as I've said before, more like oil paints because I put so much body into them, you know, with different mediums. Um, mediums. Yeah. Um, but then I thought, well, can I do this with oil? Can I, will this transfer across? So again, like you, in doing something completely different, it made me go back to the medium that I favour most, shall I say, because I like working with different things like you. Um, and it made me experiment more with the textures of what I can do. And one of the things I love about oil and cold wax is actually buffing the surface at the end so that there's a beautiful sheen. And, and that's part of my process now. So I'm now experimenting. This is kind of an unstuck thing. What I'm doing instead, because I did some pieces last week, and instead of doing the next layer, I'm buffing the layer that I've already done to see when I sit another layer of paint on top, which has got more of a matte surface, if ah, that sits nicely against it. So the contrast of the surfaces, even though it's the same medium. So would you leave so things like that? Would you leave that top surface as matte, or would you end up buffing that as well? I suppose if it didn't work, kind if it, if it yeah, I can buff yeah. it if it doesn't work. Yeah. So it's it's that sort of thing, and that came from not working with oils, but working with something very different, like you. So you know there is chance, and there's so many courses and workshops, and it doesn't have to be a twelve week program like I did, or you know. It could be a two and a half hour session where you kind of go with somebody, say you're a landscapist, you could go and do some abstract work. Or if you are a landscapist, go and do some a botanical workshop. You know, it's just taking yourself out of your comfort zone and get your brain thinking in a different way. Yeah, because if you're stuck at one way, you've got to find another route round, don't you, really? Yeah, you just need to kind of make your brain not be bored. <laughs> come on brain come with me we'll have fun <laughs> I suppose there is I mean the only thing I would say is that maybe give yourself a you know give yourself permission to try all these things but sort of if maybe evaluate after you've done them what you've what you've learnt because you could be doing all these you could fall into the trap of just doing lots of workshops and yeah, trying new materials and not I actually mean, settling on anything absolutely it's very easy for uh, that what's the what's the phrase for it is it a procrastinate courses where <laughs> really? you just can't do <laughs> so many things and you keep learning and keep learning and you don't kind of let yourself settle into your own practice and so I think there's there's also that is you know don't think that somebody else can fix you actually it's down to you to do the work and I think the only way to do it is to do something. Yeah. Just, just get out a pad and pencil, write down all the things you'd love to try and try them for yourself. Because not everybody's got money. I mean, you know, we can't all afford to zip off and do a course in Morocco or Japan or somewhere fancy or online. So it's it's really nice. Just give it a go. Yeah, just You've got scraps of paper in the kitchen, then start collaging. Yeah, we've give you our permission. You're allowed to. You're, yeah, you can do absolutely. what you want, really. Yeah, and that's the thing. Sometimes we forget. We're adults. We get to do what we want to do. This is, you know, it's our choice. We can play with it. This, 
the thing that we do best so we get to enjoy it. Yeah, and we, we're the only ones that know how to best express ourselves. Absolutely. Because we're the only absolutely. ones that can do it, really. Yeah, absolutely. As well as, well as all workshops and things, if mm. you're feeling stuck you know, or sort of like, oh... I, a bit I, flat. I, yeah, a bit flat. I suppose mm. just by attending things like exhibitions and events and um, to do with art, mm. you know, you could maybe sort of, I don't know, sort of keep fresh, sort of mm. get inspired by somebody else, you know, or it might be colour. You might be inspired by someone's use of colour. It might be, it might mm. be you totally different. You travel and you can go, you know, Mm. And see things that maybe, I don't know, that sort of take you off in a totally different direction. Yeah. I mean, I know that when we met up quite recently um, with a few other artists and went and what looked at the Bath Open exhibition. Um, and that inspired me, not from the point of view that I wanted to go home and copy everything, but I realised that all the paintings I picked out, and this is another thing to do, Go online and buy yourself mentally, not in real life, <laughs> about a million pounds worth of paintings. Choose what it is you like and then look at what it is you like about them because that's what we did in um, a Society of Artists Open. We went in, we were allowed to choose whichever painting we loved to take home, obviously only in our minds. Yeah. And, and then I came away and analysed why I liked the paintings I liked. And it was their simplicity they were really clean and purred back. So that then inspired me to think, right, what do I need to do in my work? Not, not copy them, but what do I do in, in my work to actually get that feeling that I liked about them? And it's, it's again, purring back. So it could be for you, I really love that cobalt blue, or, oh my goodness, the way they mixed the colours and it was really gentle colours or, you know, there was lots of space in the painting. One of those things can inspire you to then go away and experiment for yourself. I know that when I went round, mm. I was thinking of something I can I can live with and I tend to go for quite neutral pieces, mm. monochrome work, line of mm. prints, you know, mm. um, monotypes, I don't know, monoprints. Are they monotypes or monoprints? Anyway, yeah, one of them. Um <laughs> But I don't necessarily want to paint no. in monochrome at all. No. Um, but it might be that you, you know, it's, I think that's why you, you know, maybe you appreciate something that you don't do as well. That's another exactly. thing. Exactly. I mean, the, the art that I collect at home is usually stuff that I couldn't possibly do. It's It's something that really inspires me because it's, very unlike my work. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I know. Anyway, I hope we've given you some ideas. I know. There was loads, wasn't there, really? Yeah. Sort of. oh, but I suppose the other thing you could do yeah. is that you're stuck. You can yeah. go and get yourself a cup of tea and listen to our podcast. Oh, that's a good idea, <laughs> Karen. You're a wowser girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. or any no, other podcast obviously but you know yeah I mean there are so many lovely podcasts that we love and th this is why we do this is actually because we've been in that position if we can help just one person then that's got to be a good thing isn't it 
I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Anyway, on that note, if you like us, I'm getting better at this. Well done. If you like us, um, share us with other people who might be a bit stuck. Um, oh, and the one big thing about getting unstuck, sorry, 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 I meant to say this earlier, is find somebody on Instagram or Facebook, it doesn't matter where they are in the world, if you've had a little chat with them and they inspire you with their work and they're available and you've had a chat, contact them and just say, do you fancy being an accountability buddy? You never know. It might be once a month, once a week, whatever. But that, I know, has kept me unstuck more than anything else is actually sitting down once a week and talking to Karen and Gina and saying, uh, I can't do this. And for them to say, yeah, you can. You might not be able to today, but you can. And that's, I think, the power of connection. Yeah, mm. definitely connection. But yes, yeah. share, share this with people that you think will enjoy it. Um, yeah, there's plenty of back episodes as well. Yeah, so crikey, we're racking them up now. I know, I know. So um, mm. I hope you all enjoy it. And I've- yeah, you take care, everybody. Have a good creative week and lots of love. Oh, hold on, I haven't said what you're up to this week, Karen. What am I doing this week? I don't know. I'm just prep. I'm prepping for another event and workshops this week. Workshops. And, okay. And you are. I'm back in the studio because um, I have an exhibition starting in August. Yeah. Well, there we go. Cool. Get back right. painting. Off you go. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Smoke, and water. I'll be a